It was nearly four when he returned to his hotel room, relaxed from the sun, the good food at lunch, and the wine. He was meeting Angela again at six for drinks before dinner. He felt good as he stripped off his bathing trunks and took a hot shower to wash off the sand from the beach. This was the way things ought to be, he thought. Hot sun, spicy food, and engaging women. And no work, that was very important, no work. There was a knock at the door just as he climbed out of the shower. He wrapped the towel around his waist and answered it. Four men stood outside in the hall. They were grave, dressed in dark, somber suits, and each wearing a black armband. One of them, a tall man with graying hair, seemed to be the spokesman. Dr. Ross. Yes? Have we come at an inconvenient time? Ross looked down at the towel around his waist. Well, actually. Please forgive us for doing so, the man said smoothly, entering the room. The other three followed. But this is a matter of utmost urgency. Ross shut the door, feeling strange. Uh, Won't you sit down? Thank you, the man said. My name is Robert Carini, Dr. Ross. These men are my cousins, George, Ernest, and Samuel. The four men nodded toward Ross politely. Ross nodded back and tightened the towel around his waist. The leader, Robert Carini, did not seem to notice the towel. He had an immaculate, cultured air. He might have been the curator of a museum or the president of a bank. What can I do for you? Ross said. We come, Carini said, at a time of tragedy, great heart-rending tragedy. He touched his armband absently. It is difficult to find the words to explain. This has been a shock for all of us. I'm sorry, Ross said, not knowing what else to say. There has been a death, Carini said. My dear brother, in Barcelona. It was very sudden, a great shock. What happened? He died violently, Carini said slowly. My brother always led a violent life, and he died a violent death. We all knew it would happen one day. He was an unhappy, confused young man, and we knew how it would end. But that is not much help when the day finally arrives. So sudden, he shook his head. So sudden. Ross paused a moment, then said, Why have you come to me? Carini started to answer, but could not. He dropped his head and began to sob silently, his body shaking. One of the others came forward, rested a hand on Carini's shoulder, and said, You must excuse Robert. He has still not accepted this in his own mind. He was very close to his brother, you see. It was hard on him. Doctor, his brother was not a good man. There was trouble all his life. I see. Now, with all the legal technicalities... The cousin shrugged. Ross still did not understand. He waited. The problem, the man said, involves taking Stefano back to America, the country he loved. Why should that be a problem? He was asked to leave America five years ago. There are technicalities. Asked to leave? You mean deported? 
It had to do, said the man carefully, with an income tax dispute. The government wished to discredit him, so they accused him of not paying taxes. A lie, of course. But they sent him away. Stefano loved America, doctor. He always said he wished to be buried there, next to his mother, God rest her soul. I see, Ross said. We do not know who shot him yesterday in Barcelona, the man continued. It does not matter. The police will not search for his killer. The Spanish also considered Stefano undesirable. Stefano sounded like everyone's favorite, Ross thought. He said nothing. We have come to Spain to take his body back to America. This is permitted...